Yep. Yep. <laughs> so, well, welcome to Citizen <laughs> <laughs> Hank, a King of the Hill discussion podcast. I'm I'm Jory, and I'm joined by Chris, who was here with me five minutes ago, and also like nine episodes ago. <laughs> <laughs> I contain multitudes. <laughs> uh, this uh, this episode that we're going to be discussing is episode uh, 10 from season one of King of the Hill called Keeping Up With Our Joneses. And this is like one of the highlights of the first season for me. It's pretty good. It's uh, on like, it's, it's one that's like looking through a time capsule because of <laughs> a few moments. Um, it's, it's one of those things I really like because it shows hank and peggy with like a big flaw that yeah you, you wouldn't expect to see in a show like this where hank is this do-good dad who's trying to steer his boy in the right way and bobby's screwing up where you wouldn't expect to find out that hank smoked cig- smoked cigarettes like until i saw this episode like because you watch it in syndication you don't see things in order and before i saw this episode, i was like taken aback almost the first time I saw this episode finding out that Hank used to smoke cigarettes really that's it, it's it's just one of those things where in media and like stuff like that where you have the like ideal dad he's, that's not something you're gonna get it makes sense from where he's from and like his generation and everything it all makes sense yeah. but it's just something I wouldn't expect well, that's what I was gonna say is like it's like once you see it it's like well, I guess that does check out because of like the kind of person and the kind of community who is it. This just reminded me though, did they do a similar bit with um Malcolm's parents and Malcolm in the middle? I'm kind of remembering that like they used to smoke too. I feel like it, but I have uh, I I this is a very divisive opinion of mine, but I have uncomfortable relations comes. relationship to Malcolm in the middle to where it makes me uncomfortable to watch and be around basically cuz I have uh awful family members who watch me like ha ha that's our family ha 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 and that's that's not too funny as a joke because that that's not a functioning family and they're not a functioning family <laughs> yeah that plays into this episode because one of the lines one of the best lines of the episode is when Luanne locks them in the in like the room and tells about talks about how she's sick of having dysfunctional families and yells function function damn you yeah that's <laughs> that's like that's what makes me sad about Leanne's characters, they, in this, like, first couple seasons, they have all this, like, nice growth for her, and then it just... Yeah, <laughs> that bums me out to, to hear about, that they that they abandon that. There's there's a moment in, in this episode where they, they kind of, like, I think it's supposed to be played as a joke against Luanne, but, like, I just, like, empathize with her instead, because they make the joke, it's like, you don't want to look like trailer trash to Bobby, and then, like, she runs off, like, and then, like, like oh, you're not trash just because you lived in a trailer and your mom's in prison and like yeah. i feel like back in the day that would have been like haha she grew up in a trailer and her mom's in prison but now it's kind of like oh damn luann's sad backstory like yeah i just like <laughs> it didn't really play as a joke to me like i just yeah. felt bad for it um, the the show starts off with like two really really good jokes one where Luan the first one is where luann is like pissed about ladybird the family dog eating her cruelty-free cosmetics that she bought because they don't test an animal so the cruelty-free and then immediately she follows that how she's basically going to abuse the dog for eating her cruelty-free makeup <laughs> it's really good it's a really, really good joke 
And then the, the, the second joke is when Bobby and Joseph are going through the dumpster and they're just doing the dumb kid thing. It's like Joseph finds a spark plug and Bobby says, all we need is we need some kind of frame, four more wheels, an engine, this, this, and this. And then we have our death cart. <laughs> yeah, I love that moment because we got to see Bobby and Joseph trying to build a raft to go see other worlds. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> it was it was a backdoor pilot for King of the for uh, Kingdom Hearts. They knew Kingdom that. Kingdom of the Hill. <laughs> they, Kingdom of the Hearts. They, they knew that Disney was going to acquire Fox 21st Century. Oh my in, god! Can like, you imagine if Arlen, Texas was a was a world in like Kingdom Hearts three or four? <laughs> I've I've discussed this. And this is this is a line you would get to hear, and I'm gonna do a poor impression because it's more <laughs> funny when it's like that. You get, boah, those heartless are as dark and evil as as charcoal. <laughs> That's real good. I, I like I like Bobby and Joseph like just digging Holy shit. junk out so they could build Holy a. Shit. a hmm? Joseph and Bobby would be the forms that Goofy and Donald take. Joseph would be Goofy and Bobby would be Donald. They already have the color schemes with the shirts and the height differential. It's right there. It's right there. <laughs> I, I really like them like thinking they can just build a go-kart basically out of junk. Yeah, because yeah. that's something you did as a kid. I remember... Absolutely. I remember sitting in my yard because you have to play outside at seven years old and not play yep. Nintendo all day and <laughs> talking with friends like, yeah, we're going to build a fort over here, but <laughs> we don't have access to any of the stuff to build a fort in a yard. <laughs> my, yeah. my parents aren't going to let me do that. It's fun. It's fun to pretend. And. <laughs> uh, they 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 find they find a, a pack of cigarettes that happens to have one cigarette in it, which I don't know who threw that out. And also, I like it's it's. A, I don't know if it's meant to be a joke, but it always comes across weird to me that the main cigarette that they that's like featured in the show is a Canadian cigarette. Yeah, I noticed that too, and I couldn't believe that it never got actually like explicitly mentioned because of the fact that when. I mean, I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but Hank punishes Bobby for when he catches him smoking. For he punishes him by making him smoke like 200 of the fucking things. And yeah. like, there's a whole bit in there. There's an exchange where he says like, "What nationality are you?" Because he's holding it like quote a European Nazi in a movie. <laughs> uh, and so he tries to get him to hold it quote unquote American. And like, I can't believe that there was not any. I mean, maybe it's the kind of joke where like you're it's supposed to be funny because you notice that and like Hank doesn't that he's <laughs> giving him a lecture about being American while they're smoking Canadian cigarettes. They're like Mountie brand, I think, is like they're called Manitoba, and they're the official oh, cigarette of the Canadian yes. Mounted Police. That's what it was, yeah. And it, it's and it's something. It's the brand that Dale smokes too, and it just it makes me wonder, like, I I I I just want to know if I'm not sure if I'm like missing something or like if that's that's supposed to be it. It's not like supposed to be played up more. It's just. Haha, <laughs> they're, they're Canadian cigarettes. Yeah, I mean, that does feel like kind of like one of those things, just like a, a really like low-key joke, quote-unquote. I mean, it's not like really that funny, but like it's the kind of thing you work on something like that. You just throw it in there for you and your yeah. friends, like whatever. <laughs> That's like 90% of my comedy is stuff for me. 
Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, that's the way to do it, right? Yeah. I'm not trying to like pander anybody else. <laughs> um, who wants listeners anyway? <laughs> exactly. So, so the whole, the whole, the whole crux of the episode is Hank catches Bobby smoking. Um, so as th- it's, uh, are you familiar with that as a punishment? Is being made to smoke a whole carton at once, basically. Because I have heard of it before, but it's yeah. one of those things where I'm not sure if anyone actually did it or that, if it's just like this like collective imagination thing. Yeah, that's that's something I, I wonder about too, because I've heard it before, but I think this is the only place I've ever seen it actualized. <laughs> and it I I like uh I like Bobby being a smart ass when they when they're reading off like all the diseases you get from <laughs> from smoking cigarettes off the car, uh pack and he's like I thought those were the ingredients. I I wrote down that line too but it really struck me because I don't think he's being a smart ass. Bobby's such a dumb little <laughs> yeah. wholesome boy. That I think he meant it that he thought those <laughs> were the ingredients which is so funny. Uh, un- unsurprisingly uh making making a 12-year-old smoke a carton of cigarettes isn't going to work. That's not going to teach him anything. Yeah. It just gets him super fucking addicted. Yeah. I like how how Bobby basically just turns into Gollum. <laughs> yeah, he does. He goes super feral. He's like on all fours, like chewing shit up. And like, they're like, grab him, try to open his mouth. I'll get a stick. What, what it, it's, it's interesting what it, what it sets off with, within like the family dynamic while Luann is like using, uh, I don't, I don't train dogs. So I don't know the exact terminology, but she's like basically teaching Ladybird. To associate the makeup with like uh, bad sounds, like she leaves yeah, the makeup she, out, like, like rattles the can yeah. of pennies, <laughs> and then r- uses that later to condition the family, the rest of the family, into stop smoking. <laughs> yeah, I I was like, I, I mean, like I like write stuff, so I like have been like both episodes we watched this. I've been like, geeking out over like this is so well done, like the bit, like you think it's just a dumb little bit that happens in the background of scenes where like Luann is having this little feud with the dog, but it actually winds up like tying into how she ends up like fixing the <laughs> dynamic the rest of the family is having. And I just think that's really like good. Um, but yeah, that's, so that's some fun stuff. She has a really fun, funny line that I wish I had written down when she's shaking the can. She says something like, do you understand now? Like, do you feel it in your heart? Like something like that. She's like, cause it's like ridiculous. Like this is how I feel when you eat my makeup kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's like an interesting trait of Luann too that they like show in some of the episodes how vindictive she can be, <laughs> but it's still in like kind of like an endearing way too. Yeah, like, yeah, it's like it's kind of yeah, it's kind of sweet stuff. I, I've I've never smoked cigarettes. I was gonna ask you, yeah, like similar to how how last episode you asked my history of King of the Hill. I was gonna ask what's your his history with cigarettes. I've I've never smoked, but everyone in my family does and has. And it's it's some weird things that I could relate to in this episode. Mm-hmm. One is even though I've never smoked cigarettes, um, I have a bad like nail biting problem, and I'll like chew on pens and like chew on things and like stuff like that. Yeah. But I know if for whatever reason if I started smoking, my face would look like Hank's when he starts <laughs> when he smokes that cigarette for the first time in thirteen years. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you've only smoked them secondhand from your dad, like Joseph. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is another great line. My other experience with it that I I I want to bring up with you is when they go to the restaurant 
and mm-hmm. they, they sit in the smokers section. Do you remember smokers sections of restaurants? Absolutely, yeah, because I'm, I'm a few years older than you, and I, I, I distinctly remember, uh, especially because, like, the person in my family that smoked, because my parents never did, but my grandpa did, and so that's who I, like, associate mm. with that. And, like, yeah, I remember, I think we used to sit in the smoking sections of, like, fucking Applebee's with him. Yeah, I uh, my, my grandma did, and I spent a lot of time with my grandma, even after the restaurant we'd always go to, like, basically after places couldn't... Uh, have smoking indoors uh we'd still sit on the side that was the smoking so- section oh after, yeah just out of habit. because of habit but yeah. the uh the thing, that's, the thing that's like weird to me about it that when i think back on it is i know it, you could smoke in play, like restaurants and bars and stuff in south dakota until like 2004 or 5 like damn it was Y'all pretty late. Out. It was it was a big it was a big pushback in our area because we have the Sturgis Motorcycle Rally, which appears in a King of the Hill episode. Okay, and, of course it does. And bikers is the biggest motorcycle rally in the world, and there's a huge pushback from like restaurant bar owners that if people can't smoke inside, we're gonna lose so much business. Yeah, you'll have to pry our cigarettes from our very shaky hands. <laughs> and also, very recently, I was in Texas. And there's a restaurant that, like, where it's zoned at is in between counties, so it doesn't have to adhere to certain, like, regulations, and you can smoke inside. And this was, like, two years Whoa. ago, and it was it's just, like... it was like walking into a time machine, too, because it, lo- <laughs> it had, like, wood-paneled walls and had the, like, weird, gross, like, yellow, like, matte, rubber, leathery seats and stuff. That yes. you associate with like old restaurants, and it was just like I felt like I was dissociating for like two hours while I was there. <laughs> it's it's like most Isley, it like exists outside the law. Yeah, <laughs> the outer rim of Texas. I, I I love I love the cigarette smoking montage. Oh, with with um, do you mean when you're showing like like Hank and Peggy in the past? Yeah, <laughs> that that bit's really funny because in the last episode you brought up that like what they usually do is shows like this when they show flashbacks is like this, they look exactly the same with a different haircut and we didn't get that last time, but we did get it in this book. Like that's exactly what it is. It's like Hank. And it's funny. Cause like with the combination of him being like really good, at like flipping the cigarette and also the haircut they give him in the flashback, like Hank Hill just looks like Spike Spiegel from Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> I, I like how, how in a lot of, in the show that a lot of like f- stuff with flashbacks to Hank, is they don't ever try and like play him up like he was a good teenager. Whenever they show stuff like the fact that he was, he definitely was smoking when he's like 17, 18, 19 years yeah. old, doing things that you'd expect like a teenager of that time to do and kind of being like a dumb asshole, not, yeah. <laughs> not being a 40 year old Republican at 18, 17. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. It feels um, this this whole bit like what you're saying about that, and also like the, the the moments of their past relationship that we see. It feels simultaneously just like just like real and normal, like yeah. they, like real people and real people's memories. And I think that works really well. Like this is apparently my like role in the show is to just be like a fucking bleeding heart about everything. But like I thought that <laughs> montage was really sweet. Like I thought that like seeing like Hank and Peggy like young and in love. Of, and then like seeing them like revisit that later on when they go back to the same parking lot that we see them in like smoking yeah. the cigarettes and they're like embracing each other and they get like hit with the sprinklers like it's really nice i just really like like seeing a, a happy relationship even between people that are like old as shit and have been <laughs> together forever like you know yeah. what I mean? like and it's 
I don't know if this is like a controversial way to put it, but I do like how they portray like their problems with cigarettes in a realistic way and in not like a truth ad commercial or like a super yeah. vilified way where right. a, a specific line that speaks to me is when he's sitting in the, he's sitting at the restaurant with, with Peggy uh, before she agrees to start smoking too. And he's like, come on, Peg, doesn't the smell take you back? And because I spent so much time with my grandma and like, she smoked a lot. If I smell the, like someone smoking the same brand of cigarettes she did, I think of like, those memories of like spending time with my grandma yeah it's a bad it's like something that there's no benefit for it's completely bad for it but like it's it's something people can still associate with good things yeah they're associate they the thing that's taking them back is they're 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 in their like 40s in this show they're they're thinking back to when they're younger they didn't have a kid they didn't have worries they're just young and in love and carefree and they could sit on a football field smoking and doing other teenage things. Like, yeah, which Hank uses against Bobby later in the episode. He's like, oh, yeah. no, it, could, it could be like before him. Yeah. They they show it in like a sweet way at first. Like they, they show <laughs> they show they show the romantic side of smoking at first with them. The the nice side. And then in the the uh second act of the show, they show it the like dark evil real side of smoking. <laughs> yeah. How they're like at each other's throats because they're trying to quit. <laughs> yeah, the, the the like color scheme and like stuff of that episode, it looks it starts to look like the Treehouse of Horror by the end of it. Yeah, they, I didn't even think about that at first. But what I'm thinking about back to it, they they have like really nice like color timing and stuff. Where at the beginning with like all the nice stuff, it's like bright colors. There's the subtle like vis- like gags where they go to a restaurant called Smokies, uh, at, where they learn the owner of Smokies that they. they that his uh i assume lung cancer they don't say specifically yeah the lung cancer spread to his bones and it's like really somber for a minute and then she's like so smoking or non-smoking yeah the comedic timing is fucking right on point <laughs> and it goes from that to like they go to smoking section which is like all like hazy and cloudy above at the top of the room and then adam and there's everyone just like hacking up a lung basically yeah it's it's portrayed as like super pathetic <laughs> I, I really like how Dale handles the whole situation with both <laughs> Hank and Joseph, where when f- first finds out that Hank's smoking, he gets like super excited that his friend is smoking again. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's like I, I'm not this person, but it's how I imagine someone feels when like they watch like Game of Thrones and then they find out their friend started Game of Thrones. <laughs> See, I thought you were going for the example of, because this is something that I've lived. I was straight edge for like eight years. And then like the moment that I started, dr- the moment I started drinking, everyone was so fucking hyped. <laughs> that's, that's really funny because I, um, I wasn't exactly straight edge, but like when I was a teenager and like at the age where people think you're just drinking and stuff, I was like, no, I'm good. And then yeah. when I turned 21, I was like, oh, I can drink now. Sure, I'll go do that sometimes. <laughs> and then everyone, like the people who I'd encounter, who I knew were like straight and stuff, would be like, aren't you? It's like, I never said I was once. And you then, broke uh, edge, dude. You're yeah, fucked. Yeah. <laughs> and then, when, uh, then all my friends were like, oh, cool. Now, now we don't feel bad about doing this around you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it, it seems like this is like the thing we're kind of landing on with this with this show 
a lot so far. I mean, a lot. It's been like two episodes, but like the yeah. thing of like that they they seem to be portraying everything pretty even handedly, and like they're not trying to preach one way or the other. Yeah. Um, not that I really mind that much when shows like do have like a specific like um intended like message or whatever, but just the fact that like you said, like it's a, it's something being aired in the '90s of all times when they're not trying to like scare anybody. Out. I mean, I guess a comedy show like this has a very different set of goals and aims than a comedy show that's actually aimed at like younger people. Yeah. But, but it's still kind of, I think it's still kind of nice that like you touched on it, it treats people that smoke like real human beings that are, are not just like monsters ruining your air. Like yeah. it's just like, they're just normal people that, you know, whatever. Yeah, the, I, I think uh, the, the thing that's really the, the whole problem episode really is like Hank and Peggy are trying to, are being complete hypocrites with Bobby. Of course, yes. Bobby shouldn't be smoking in the first place. Yeah, he's like 10. But after telling him not to, they pick up the habit. Like, it's not like yeah. they were, and then they're telling him, hey, don't do this. We're bad for doing this. They're, like, trying to hide it from him while he's having nicotine withdrawals. Like, when they first start and they're talking about the tile. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I'll save my tile for after lunch. And he's, like, <laughs> sitting at, at the... Uh, <laughs> At the table to scream about if if it's fine if it's dirty clean it up and if it's clean stop talking about it. And it's great because he's holding his sausage links like cigarettes and he yeah. puts it out on the on the plate before yeah. he starts off. There's, there's another great detail like that that I didn't notice the first time I watched this episode, but I caught it this time. Is that in one of the moments like Hank is literally chastising him for smoking again while he's holding he's pointing at him with his hands holding another cigarette. Yeah. Like when they're, uh, I, th I think you're talking about when he like lights his blanket on fire trying to smoke under the blanket. <laughs> yeah, I think so. And I, I, I always find that scene funny too because I had I like cousins and like friends and stuff who started smoking at like 12, 13 years old because that's what happens, <laughs> especially when you live in South Dakota. You, yeah. You always hear the stories about how they got caught doing something that, of course, they're going to get caught, like, trying to smoke, but they're not being smart about it. Like, yeah, I've heard both stories of, peop of uh, people getting caught by their parents because they tried to smoke in the shower. <laughs> yeah, few kids are as good at planning secrets as they think that they are. I've I've learned that from having a friend who's a teacher who he just hears like the kids talk about <laughs> really dumb things that you shouldn't when you're like yeah. 16 and in class, you shouldn't be talking about like buying drugs. And you always think that the shit you got figured out is foolproof and you'll never yeah. get busted. And then like yeah. fast forward to, like two minutes later and you're fucking grounded and sorry as shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so I don't so I, I can't really remember what made them go to the, uh, uh, like, basically AA, but for cigarette smoking. That's weird, because I just watched it, like, like, an hour ago, and I can't either. I feel like it was just because Luann didn't like them smoking, so they're, so it just kind of led to that. And that's, that's a fantastic scene, because... Uh, it's it's all three of them sitting there because they all three of them smoke and Bill's there for some reason and that's one of the nice early setups to show that Bill is like a sad 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 man because he goes yeah. to like he'll go to a a cigarette like help center because he's just like sad and lonely so anything and, positive is gonna help lift him up and he said he goes six nights a week <laughs> yeah for like twenty years <laughs> yeah. This poor man. A visual gag in that, I'm not sure if you caught it, when the guy is saying, look to your left, and then look to your right, P 
Peggy is looking in the opposite directions that he says. <laughs> I didn't get stuff. That's good. I, I caught it for the first time watching it earlier today, and that's, I that's could not funny. believe it. Yeah, I was just distracted by how like Bill's role in this scene is basically the opening of Fight Club. <laughs> <laughs> like the dude that just goes to like therapy sessions he doesn't need for like social interactions and shit. Yeah, <laughs> that's real. <laughs> <laughs> never thought of it like that his name was bill dotry <laughs> but it's i i liked the uh the what what H- hank is talking about to the to the guy who's leading the meeting where he's yelling at him saying that he's like look at the I, i'm not listening to a twig boy like you look at those arms they're no thicker than a than a cigarette i could rip both those off and smoke them off of you <laughs> like I smoke those arms like still so fucking like entrenched in addiction like just yeah. like even when he's like cussing someone out he's like thinking about cigarettes yeah <laughs> and <laughs> gets everyone turned to gibson because of course a, nor- a normal people are gonna think that making your kids smoke a carton of cigarettes is a good punishment uh, yeah that's one of those like good old boy methods yeah that's something you see at like a 50s you see on like happy days or something. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and after, after the, uh, like cigarette, I don't even know if there's like a name for it. They just like, are there, I, I've never even heard of a, a support group like that, but after oh. they're there, um, it's just, they're, they're, they're at home and it's just, uh, everything just starts like, spiraling out of control inside of the hill house <laughs> yeah i like how many false finishes they do where like they one of them will talk the other off the ledge to like hand over the cigarette and then they immediately try to start, start trying to smoke it themselves <laughs> i i liked the uh the gag is when they're when they're first like working towards it luann comes home with the nicotine patches and hank like smacks it on his neck and then a second later it's like when does this kick in <laughs> and then Bobby like tries to eat it. <laughs> well, because he, is he in Gollum mode at that point? Yeah, that's what he's starting to act like. Because he like sho- he like st- shoves it in his mouth. He's like chewing on it, and they're telling him to take it out of his mouth. And he's like hissing at them and like yeah. fighting back. <laughs> yeah, it, it's like a, a dark. It becomes like a dark and stormy night. Like there's a terrifying s- s- thunderstorm. It's very windy. The power goes out. And all throughout the house, they're just having, like, weird moments of, like, passing the cigarette around each other. And, and like you mentioned earlier, how they're, like, trying to play one another against the other. Where Hank is t- talking to Peggy, like, don't you remember those times before he came along and ruined it? A- and Bobby is like, don't, don't you remember? Nine months spent together, me inside, yeah. of, your, inside of your room. Those were good times, Mom. These yeah, can be Bob- good times. Yeah, Bobby's little lines. I was like, "Mom, it's your son. Five months inside. Remember? Like, it's so fucking good. It's so funny. Like, and then, uh, and then it, it, uh, Hank then switched around and says, so like, uh, Bobby, we can take her out. Like, you go low, I'll go high. Yeah. Like, they're gonna fucking total elimination, Peggy. Like, yeah. <laughs> this is too easy of a reference, but throw her over the top rope. She's yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> Like she's the goddamn great collie in a battle royal. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I, we'll need, I, I'll need to have you and uh, Cam so we both talk about when I get to the uh, the episode of wrestling. 
There's a wrestling episode, King of the Hill. That's There's really a wrestling good. episode. It is fantastic. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen it. <laughs> it's it's one of the highlights of the seasons it's in. It's, right. it's really good. <laughs> Pencil me in. I would be glad to come back. <laughs> um, the uh, yeah, the, but um, how basically how they beat it is. Luann like sensory training them into not like they'd be reaching for it she'll like run up like with Hank she like shakes the shakes the thing so he doesn't and then he like puts it down because I don't even think he he falls for it but he's just like confused and annoyed (laughs) like yeah they become like almost animalistic like like ladybird like yeah like the dog yeah and that's that I didn't even think about it like that that's a good observation that's why that's why she could be approaching it like that like she after doing that he like puts it down she hands him a treat and uh (laughs) eats it he like sniffs it first like a dog would and then eats it (laughs) and um it's it, it ends with uh them like all fighting about it and then peggy just throws the cigarette out of the window and then they they like have like a weird withdrawal filled night, but they make it out okay. Yeah, it's uh they they play it almost exactly the same as the movie Ray does with his like heroin recovery process. <laughs> have you seen that movie? I I haven't, but I've seen stuff like like Train Spotting and things okay. like that. <laughs> yeah, that one I've not seen, but that's what I was thinking during it is, is like they really like they 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 st- they did their homework and they found like the way that other movies have portrayed this and they kind of did like their their version of it. Yeah, like it's obviously when, it's obviously not as harrowing as fucking Ray or Train Spotting, but it's like the same kind yeah. of idea of like the montage of like time passing and them like kind of like you know tossing and turning and Bobby like hides under the blanket, and just like yeah, shakes and like, has, like they chills. pace the room and they they waited out. It also kind of reminded me of because of the fact that they're like the family like locked in a room trying to wait out a threat. Basically, it kind of also felt like zombie movies, kind of to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because they're well, because they're trapped in there. Because because Luann does that weird thing, and I had this down as a note: is like pennies in the door? Question mark Does that work? Like, because she do you know what I'm talking about? She she closes yeah. the door on them, and then she like puts pennies in between the door and the door frame. What the fuck is that supposed to be doing? I've I feel like I've heard about something like that, but I I don't know exactly how that would work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it seems like complete bullshit to me, but maybe. <laughs> Like they should be doing all these fucking zombie movies. Like forget all the like the wasting nails and hammers and shit on boarding <laughs> it up. Just pennies. put some fucking pennies in yeah. there. <laughs> There's got to be plenty of them in the Walking Dead world. Yeah, no one's <laughs> fucking taking going to Coinstar during that shit. So uh, <laughs> this one was a little bit faster, but this one wasn't like introducing as much. Yeah, um, but I I like I I kind of started off with I do like how a big focus of this episode is showing like. Hank and Peggy kind of having a weakness as the parental figures. Yeah. And in a way that's not like in a show like American Dad or Family Guy or South Park or The Simpsons, the weakness that they'll show will be like a big gag. Like it'll be like this tough conservative man collects porcelain figurines or collects this or it has an embarrassing hobby. But instead it's like it's something that they quit because they they made the decision to stop because they're having a child and that's not healthy for a growing child. Yeah, and and like in in those shows, like you said, like the 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 weakness is usually just they're a big dumb idiot. 
and this is like a li- like a little bit more realistic and like human than just like Hank's a big old clod. Like it's yeah. like he's a normal dude that did what at one point was a normal thing. He says in the episode that it wasn't as bad for you back then, which is which is great. <laughs> that yeah, that, that's something that's always fun with. Have you seen those uh, the like Flintstone cigarette commercials before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff yeah. like those or like. The, just the tagline in those commercials, Winston tastes good like a cigarette should. Yeah. <laughs> Where that's that was kind of the mindset, too, when, when Hankler started smoking. Is, oh, they're not that bad for you. If you. It's only if you do it too much. Yeah. And obviously, if you go back far enough, there was actually like messaging to the contrary that it, it was actively good for you. Yeah. <laughs> They uh, they have the opposite of that Flintstones thing at the end of the ep- this episode. I had forgotten about this as well. After the oh, credits yeah. start, they have a boom power anti smoking PSA. That's a that's probably like my favorite thing that they did in the early King of the Hill seasons. Is they have a common, it's a common thing in the endings where they would have like for this one it's Boomhauer doing a smoking PSA, but they've had some where it's like Hank and Bobby addressing the viewers, <laughs> like. Uh, for for those of it'll be like Hank being like, Hi, I'm Hank Hill from TV's King of the Hill. What you saw today was was a dramatic reenactment <laughs> or something like that instead of yeah. like playing it up like uh and this is something I wanna have like a bonus episode discussion on is I could talk about for like seven hours if King of the Hill would be <laughs> as uh enthralling or successful if it was live action versus a cartoon that's something oh i don't i don't i don't think fun to think about yeah i i think it would i think it would lose the charm like almost immediately but i i do like that that psa because even though you can't understand what boomhauer is saying you get you get the the point through the visual memory this is this is your this is your lungs on air this is your dingo lungs on smoke and he's like rambling off and then a girl comes up and he just walks off yeah, I just realized that I might have made a mistake because I was watching on a Hulu and I, I didn't realize that I still had the subtitles on. And so I was catching everything he was saying. And maybe the proper way to watch that show is to turn that shit off so you, you have to actually try to decipher what Boomhauer <laughs> is saying. There's there's a line in there he references Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, oh, yeah, those lines too where he says, he mentions, you'll be you'll die in bed like Morton Downey Jr.? I'm not yeah. sure if you're familiar who Morton Downey Jr. is. Uh. I'm not. Is that the uh, the Koopa from Mario? <laughs> the, the, the Koopa is based off of him, and if is it? Hold on, I was kidding. Is it really? That the Koopa is based off of him. Yes, the one of the Koopa the kids is up. based off of him. Why? <laughs> I Nintendo's weird. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. I just googled Morton Downey Jr. and I just saw Morton Downey Jr. versus stripper for God! Exclamation point! Exclamation point! Yes. So. so I don't know if, what the fuck is happening there. If you get the chance to, it used to be on Netflix. I don't think it is anymore, but there's a documentary about him called Evocateur. And what okay. he was is he was like the pioneer of like trash TV, like uh, okay. Steve like Wilkos a, and Jerry Springer sure. stuff. Yeah. Where, yeah. and there that he had, he, he, he was known for being like an advocate for smoking and on his TV show, he would like be smoking and like blow smoke in his guests faces Okay. It was, it was basically like what if you watched um, 
Alex Jones have like a talk show and instead of bringing on people who agreed with him, he brought on people who didn't agree with him. And that okay. video that came up when he Googled him specifically was <laughs> when he had a stripper on the show and he was screaming. She was like, I make tons of money. I make my family happy, this, this, and this. And he's screaming at her that she's a, a bad person and bad in the eyes of God and stuff. Oh, so, okay, so this this person with the exclamation points, it's because they're cheering him on, like, right on, Morton Gunning Jr., you tell her. Not like a, wow, I can't believe this is happening, exclamation point. Be, I, I, could be either or. <laughs> but, <laughs> I, I probably have to look at the username to figure that out. It is from d.oom. <laughs> so, <laughs> draw your own conclusions, I guess. But uh, He was a huge advocate for smoking for a long time, and then after he had to have a lung removed due to cancer he completely reversed his stance and like the last two years of his life he spent like doing uh psa's uh advocating against smoking and stuff damn redemption damn redemption arcs are real yeah (laughs) sort of (laughs) he's overall a bad person but oh i'm positive that's true (laughs) and then he says I like that he mentions Robert Downey Jr. Because this would be at the time where Robert Downey Jr. was on, like, that trash, like, drug spiral where he was just a mess and probably didn't think he was going to survive out of this. Yeah. Yeah, which makes that joke a bit of a cheap shot, fucking dickhead Boomhauer. Yeah. <laughs> Make fun of a dude down on his luck. You just wait. I'll show you. You'll see. <laughs> now he's one of the highest paid actors in the world. Take that, yeah. Boomhauer. <laughs> Boomhauer who? Fuck you, Jeff. <laughs> But my, uh, my dumbass, when I looked up Morton Downey Jr., I thought I was getting real deep and shit. I was like, oh, whoa, the cause of death was lung cancer. I see what they like tied in. It's like, oh, they literally, that's exactly why they put him in that because <laughs> yeah. they're talking about that cigarettes. So stupid. There was, uh, there's there's not much for like fun bits about this episode that are just like offhand, but uh, when the cigarette blows in the jail cell, you can see that two of the prisoners are in bed together. Oh, I didn't see that. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I guess there was a scene where uh, that they didn't put on TV where, oh, there's one more imagery that I, I, I like, I, I have to talk about before we end, where it shows th- it shows Bobby having, like, withdrawals in class, and he's, like, tapping his finger and, like, the pen and stuff, and he looks out, and, like, outside, it, like, pans out, and there's a, a sign that says, like, recess cigarettes, because <laughs> Bobby's at school, is like, have a nice time outside. <laughs> for like a branding of I cigarettes. I didn't even see that. That's so good. And then it goes into Hank, uh, at at work having like cigarette withdrawals, and he's like labeled everything in his office. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Just to keep his hands busy. <laughs> this episode, this episode more than the last one. I mean, like the first one felt like um, it really focused on the visual gags because, like, I kind of alluded to it earlier, but there's the bit where Peggy's like, "All right, we're gonna." kick this thing like hands in the center and they're all their hands are shaky as fuck yeah and, like with withdrawal and like the things you already mentioned about uh you know um now my brain is turning off but like you mentioned we mentioned other visual gags in this episode oh peggy's head turning in the uh the meetings yeah <laughs> yeah just like it's it's minor things and that's what helps like it, it's it helps this show like be more than what people would expect for it to be yeah yeah, it's a it's a good show. <laughs> there was there was there, there were two more jokes that stood out to me. We haven't talked about yet. There's the one okay. you mentioned that you thought Bobby was being a smartass with the cigarettes earlier, but the the moment where he actually is being a smartass is incredible because it's uh, he's in trouble for smoking again, and Hank says, uh, 
He's like, do I need to take you out back and have you smoke 200 more? And Bobby goes, I think you do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then... And then the other one is that Luann has this great joke where, I mean, like it's not a joke to her. She's like trying her best, but it's funny as fuck. She's trying to talk them out of doing it. She's like, don't you know how, how many people, how, how many kills, kills? It's like smoking kills more people than die of Vietnam every day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, now that, now that we've reached in, let, let's do a, let's do plugs again. Even yeah. It feels like we just did them. <laughs> we just did this. You already know our fucking plug. What are you doing? <laughs> uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Topher Disgrace. Um, I have no idea when this episode will be coming out. By then, I'm sure I will have a uh, a pinned tweet that has the link to my uh, new short film. Uh, I also do other podcasts. I do the chat room where we talk about all the important issues of the day, and that is like in heavy sarcasm. And then we also have the movie club where we watch a movie and then we talk about it, and it's a book club for people that can't read. Hey, this is me, Jory, popping in at the end of here to uh, add some additional plugs for Chris because uh, he doesn't live near me, so I can't make him come over and plug them again or something. Uh, He has a new podcast called Nervous Rex with Joe right here on the Orange Groves where they uh, break down each episode of Evangelion and go really deep with uh, discussions on... Uh, the imagery and what everything means and it's chris's first time watching through the series and uh joe's re-watching currently so you can check that right here on the orange grove just search up nervous rex on your favorite pod catching app i realized in the last one last one recorded i didn't plug my own twitter i just plugged other things (laughs) you did yeah you forgot (laughs) so there's my twitter no i'm jory which means i'm jory you're not nice try Uh, (laughs) damn i almost had you in in case you're wondering for context behind that joke there isn't really any i just thought it'd be funny Um, (laughs) there's uh we're all playing checkers you're playing chess (laughs) exactly oh there's a i do I, i do multitude of audio things you can enjoy there's a an actual play podcast called Interstitial Hearts Intertwined, which is based off of a Kingdom Hearts-inspired tabletop role-playing game, which is very cool. The Kickstarter is done, but you can still, like, I think you can still pre-order a couple books if you want. Yeah, um, at uh, linksmithgames.com, you can still buy the game. Ooh, nice. That's that's a good that's a good URL, too. Um, yeah, it's really good. <laughs> the, other, the other URL is even better. Have you heard it? Oh, I have not. It is uh, my mother can go to hell.com. Oh, that's very that's, good. That's real. Yeah, you could actually go there. Um, and then uh, you can find that on basically any streaming platform. I I do a Final Fantasy character, and Chris Angel's my dad. Uh, <laughs> we could all be so lucky. <laughs> I miss Chris Angel. Uh, I have true. a podcast about One Piece called We Are Watching One Piece, where I watch One Piece and talk about it with a friend who's caught up find that on all over different social media platforms um and then last one the casual wrestling fan podcast or cwfp it's a weekly show about uh wwe wrestling sometimes we have bonus special episodes about um other promotions like special things like we did this year's impact slam anniversary uh we did all in the bit the bit fastest selling and best selling indie pay-per-view ever basically and then um, is this we have another special that we're going to be recording soon that 
one one you're hearing this it'll definitely be out and it might be past the season but we are we're covering the pay-per-view with the lowest buy rate of all time and possibly the most questionable booking choices of all time that's what right. is it december to dismember from wwecw I, i'm not joking i was literally just thinking about december to dismember like two days ago <laughs> where uh where you could hear us discuss things like why was the Big Show in an Elimination Chamber match for the e- ECW Hardcore Championship? Why would you put Bobby Lashley in ECW, well, let alone have him win the fucking title? Why would you put CM Punk under anyone? It's it, If you want context for how bad it is, it made Paul Heyman quit. <laughs> Yo, who remember how they all had weapons in that one? Who had the crowbar? Because <laughs> that always made me laugh. Someone had a crowbar? <laughs> Yeah, have you have you not rewatched it yet? I have not. No. <laughs> okay, I think I think Test has a crowbar. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> it's oh, really good. Oh man, who who would have known that the minds behind December to member would also make Vince McMahon the ECW champion <laughs> with his do rag. <laughs> Now I'm just gonna cry about wrestling. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> trust me, that's my that's my life. <laughs> anyway, thanks for watching. Yep. Do you mean listening? <laughs> yeah, my brain's broken. <laughs> thanks for listening. I'll 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 figure out a way to edit that out. Anyway. Nope. I think you gotta leave it. <laughs> that makes this because, even better. <laughs> you know what, Jory? We just watched an episode where Hank and Peggy and Bobby all admitted their weaknesses. I think you need to admit yours too. I think it's okay. I think it'll make our little family stronger. You make a good point there. I'm sorry that I have brain dumb, everyone. Welcome to 294 Note Streak, the best idea for a podcast of all time. We use a bracket to rank every song that's ever been in a Guitar Hero game. That's pretty much it. That's the whole idea. My name's Joe. I'm Riley. We do that thing we just said every mm, two weeks? We rank it on how much we like the song and if it makes a fun chart to play. Is 294 an equally divisible number for a bracket? It's not! (laughs) Is Thunder Kiss 65 the best white zombie song? Can anything topple Hangar 18 in this race to the top? Will Pat Benatar's Heartbreaker defeat Michael Jackson's Beat It? Yes. <laughs> yeah, spoiler. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Should Fat Lip be in Guitar Hero? <laughs> Find out by listening to 294 <laughs> Note Streak on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or a better app. And remember, enjoy music. <laughs>